Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back into our multiverse once again. Oh yeah. It is football season. For real. Yes, for realsies. For reals, for reals. Got our got our first taste of it with Thursday night this week. And we're gonna jump into that along with the rest of week one. What's coming up? Yes. Gonna gonna enjoy running down each game. Yeah. Like we usually do. But first I just have to say it's September eleventh. 20th anniversary of tragedies that happened in you know New York and Capitol and it's just crazy and I just wanted to say I'll never forget and you know still have a lot of memories from that day and just still want to say you know thanks to all those who helped anyone (laughs) yeah anything during that time and and still do because there's a lot of I'm sure tragic memories for those who were, you know, directly involved. So, you know, we never. Sure, we it's never a very forgot. important day to a lot of people. So, yeah, Jalen here wasn't born yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> Just a little bit before my time, but I mean, obviously, I learned about it fairly quickly. Yeah, exactly. because it's because it again, we never forget. Thing. you know, and we never will. So, yeah. Just wanted to say something about that real fast. But yeah, I mean, any other, any news that we want to go over before we jump into the game by game breakdowns? Little headlines. You got uh, TJ Watt. He got his bag. They got his extension figured out. I, I believe he's got the highest defensive player contract now in the league. Good for him. So. Good for him. We'll see, you know, what happens. Hopefully nothing you know, unfortunate happens with them. That's all. Yeah. Those are the things, you know, you, you want guys to get paid, you know, that are deserving. And then you just hope that they don't get any kind of an injury. That's what I want to talk about. I remember Dwayne Brown. I could not remember what I want to talk about before we started recording. And you remembered it sooner than I thought you would. Yep. Because it's EJ Watt. I remember, you know, Dwayne Brown came back and yes. they talked about how they worked out his contract and you know basically he said he didn't get what he wanted but he's still happy and you know that the team and him could work out something for this season and it also gives him a protection for next year and I forgot to yeah. see exactly what it was I, that's I don't remember off the top of my head but I remember seeing that yeah, little he detail gets some sort of protection that if he gets hurt you know that he gets something and I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, that's, you know, if you're not going to give a guy a contract, at least you're going to give him something. Like, a, you know, an extension. At least you're going to give him something. Yeah. And so that's cool. And I'm glad he's back. But but the other thing that I thought was interesting was what he talked about Russell Wilson. Because they asked him about, you know, what Russ said at the end of the year about tired of getting sacked. And they asked him if he talked to him about that. And he was like, oh, yeah, we talked about that. And I was like, it, it made me so happy because if you... Anybody who <laughs> listens to this listened last year at the end and when at the end of last season and, and when Russell Wilson said that, I was pretty mad because there were plenty of times where he took a sack and it was his fault. Mm-hmm. He held the ball too long. He didn't go scramble. He didn't. Or he scrambled into somebody. Yeah. Or he didn't get rid of it. And now look, Russ is one of the best. You know, I don't want anybody else on this team as our quarterback, but that doesn't mean he's perfect. And so 
when he said that, I was like, ah, dude, it's not all their fault. You have to get rid of the ball. You need to see what's going on at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Which brings us to, you know, the new offense where they're saying like he's going to be able to change the plays and do all these things. I'm like, okay, that's great. But you should still be able to make those, you know, he should have been able to do that last year. I was saying that he was in his ninth season. You should be doing this stuff and you shouldn't be taking as many sacks as you were. And so I, I just thought it was cool that Dwayne Brown was like, oh, no, no, we talked about that. <laughs> I was like, all right. So I'm I'm definitely glad that he's back. Like and then not only him, but they did it with Diggs as well. See, that I wasn't, I didn't know about. I was wondering about that because I kept hearing people talk about Diggs and, you know, oh, they need to get him figured out. They need to get him figured out. And I just, I hadn't heard anything. But, you know, I when I listen to Sports Radio, I only, really only listen to it for about a half an hour. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> during that time, they're usually talking about baseball. And I'm like, no offense to baseball, but because I do, I mean, I still do love the manners. I just, I don't have a ton of time for baseball right now and so <laughs> i haven't been paying attention another thing with Diggs, he also gets an extra injury protection nice so they they hooked up both brown and Diggs, and so now that that's everybody we took care of everybody yeah and nobody missed time like i said hey as yeah as nobody misses time you know the only reason i was kind of annoyed by it if they if they didn't miss time would just be because of the continuity thing Mm -hmm. But like we talked about, at least they were there still showing up at practice and, and they were, you know, talking to guys. Yeah, and stuff like they were that. involved so, in some so way, shape or form. So it's not like they were totally out of the loop. Exactly. It would make coming back a lot more seamless of a transition. And now they're back before week one. Gotta Hallelujah. Did you see uh, Cam talking about Cam Newton? Oh, that is talking about, you know, Basically, well, at least, okay, I didn't watch the interview. I just read a couple things on Twitter. So from what I made out, from what I was reading, he was basically saying he understood why, because, you know, why they released him because Mac Jones would have been, he would have been uncomfortable with Cam as the backup. Basically meaning he would have been looking over his shoulder and you don't want to do that to young players, which yeah. is basically what everybody says when you get a young quarterback. It's like you don't want some you know known or popular person behind them because then what happens the fans want that media person. and the fans and the media start saying oh shouldn't they be putting this person in and, da, 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 da. and then it causes all these this trouble so i thought it was actually pretty mature of him to say that and be like yeah you know and recognize that but at the same time he's like there ain't 32 people better than me yeah <laughs> as a starting quarterback and i was like you know i I'm not sure about that either, but hey, you know, you should be confident in yourself, especially right. when you won an MVP. And and from everybody's indications, he he had a good camp and everything. So, but he's still gonna just end up a backup somewhere, unless you know, knock on wood, somebody gets hurt. You know, you don't want yeah. to see that happen. But but I mean, it's, it's possible. I, I mean, it's gonna happen. Right? It's every year somebody yeah. goes down. It's just the way it is. It's football. So. Anyway, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps it up. That's I just don't... our intro. And like other, there's other stuff that we can get into once we re get to certain teams uh, in the preview. We got that to cover. Later, we'll be talking about pro wrestling, which this past weekend was freaking amazing. And yeah, 
that's our multiverse this week. Let's get into it. All right, here we go to start out our week one talk. Obviously, the Thursday night game has already been played, so we got to talk about that. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers opened the season with a win, 31-29 to over the Dallas Cowboys. Going down to the last drive, Ryan Suckup had to kick a game-winning field goal. And, yeah, that's – Yeah, I didn't see really any of it. I think I saw, what, two drives and then – I had to get ready to go to sleep. <laughs> what I liked was... That was because we were doing something when the game started. So we missed the beginning. Otherwise, I would have saw the whole, you know, first quarter and most yeah. of the first half. But I was very pleased. I was very happy seeing Dak Prescott. Like, he didn't look like he was hesitating to, you know, do some of the stuff he was before he got injured. Like, he would go and he would scramble when he felt he needed to and... He, did, he seemed sure like he was in, so that made every cowboy fan nervous. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing. It's like you just hate to see a guy who came off, you know, an injury, and the injury came when he was scrambling. Yeah, to scramble. You're like, no, or you're like, get down. Yeah, get down immediately. <laughs> as soon as you even think a guy's gonna hit you, get down. But no, that was a good sign, you know, to to see him just, you know, he has no fear. Yeah. I'm like, okay, he. I think he's back. Like, he seems to be, you know, there. And a big talk talking point after the game was how they didn't give Zeke the ball very much at all. Nah, they didn't. He only had 33 yards to finish the game. Yeah, I mean, that's that makes you wonder. Very weird. Like, you're in a close game, and, you know, you've got a back like him. And, and I don't know, it could... It could just be, you know, because it's going to be a 17-game season and maybe they're just, you know, they're limiting their – you know, they go in with their game plans. Every team has their game plan. If they think, okay, the, the best way to beat the Buccaneers is to pass on them. And so maybe they're like, so we're going to pass on them because we're going to have a ton of games we're going to run with Zeke and there's a 17-game season. And a team like the Cowboys – you know, I pick them to win the division, but they could win it at nine and eight. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? So they they might be one of those few teams that they have to play their guys 17 games unless guys just miss games because of injuries. So maybe you don't want to start off the first game giving him the ball 30 times. Right. So maybe they were like, you know what? We're, we think it's going to be better if we pass on the books. So you're not going to be too Espe- busy, Especially dude. going against that D-line. So I mean, you're I, like, do you want to throw Zeke into the jaws of that defensive line? Yeah, but at the same time, do you want you know Dak to be standing back there when that defensive line is coming at him? So yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that they I were bl- Tampa Bay was blitzing a lot, and yeah. it did not work from what I was seeing. Now, I don't, I don't think I watched the, I think I missed the fourth quarter, but from what I was seeing, the rest of the game, whenever they blitz, it didn't work at all. Yeah, I'm sure they'll figure it out. But yeah, I mean, I mean, they got the win anyway. So, I mean, I'm not saying that that's what I would have done or anything like that. I'm just saying that I think there there might be some times in the season for every team where their fans and the media and everybody's going to be like, what were they doing? And it could just be that. It could just be because of an extra game and the way it is, they had to change the way that they would usually do things, yeah. whether we like it or not. But they might just be like, this is about later on not right now 
kind of yep. like at the beginning of a game, you know, you see a play and you're like, why do they keep running that play? And later it's because, oh, they're going to run play action off of it. Or they're, yeah. or they're actually running a different play from that same exact set and they were just setting them up, you know, something like that. You know, they're just planning for something later. The weird I, little things of know. football. Yeah. And how they go about it. But yeah, that was the first NFL game of the season. Pr- pretty good one, too, to be honest. Good, close game to open things up. And now we get into the first NFL Sunday yes. of the season. It's funny. I wasn't – I was excited, but I was tempered in my excitement, kind of like last year. I think last year made me just kind of go, you know what, just relax because we didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. We didn't know if we were going to get anything. So this year I've been kind of, you know, just waiting, just – Okay, you know, even yesterday I wasn't so excited because there's NFL football because I knew I wasn't going to get to watch a ton of it. But now I'm like, yeah, let's go. What <laughs> <laughs> one more sleep away? You know, let's start out right. Let's talk about your favorite quarterback, Matt Ryan, Boss. going against the Philadelphia Eagles. I think that's the right way to start. Eagles are going to win. Preview. <laughs> I heard somebody on radio the other day, and I don't know. I think he was just a sports better who was on oh gosh you know, okay and he was saying that matt ryan's gonna have a way better year because he has kyle pitts in the red zone and i'm like he had julio <laughs> I'm like what are you talking about and i was just uh like no no <laughs> but i do want kyle pitts to have a great year though that's gonna be an interesting game first look at at pitts first look at Devonte smith i don't think philadelphia team right now is nobody's picking that. I don't think anybody's picking either team to go to the playoffs. No. So it's one of those just toss-up games. So, of course, I'm going to pick the Eagles because I think Matt Ryan is garbage. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Philly as well. Yeah, take I'll that, Matt Ryan. And all your fans. Matty Ice. <laughs> Moving on to a... Yes, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting game. The Buffalo Bills, they're going to open the season against the Pittsburgh Steelers. TJ Watt's going to wants to prove that he's worth all that money. Mhm. You know, they are in Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo. I think I think I Pittsburgh's agree. good. I don't, you know, when they started off super hot last year and then <laughs> they just kind of tailed off, but Yeah, that I was I still think they're a good team, so I just don't think they're going to Buffalo in no. Buffalo in week one. I don't, I don't, they're not Buffalo. And it could be, I could see it being a closer game, but I think the Bills are just going to. I keep hearing that have the Big edge. Ben's in the best shape of his life. And so I'm like, so he actually decided to do at least a little tiny bit of exercise. I mean, is that hard when you've been as out of shape as Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> to be in the best shape of your life? Did he really have to put in that much effort to be in the best shape of his life? I'm just wondering. Like, seriously, it's an honest question. <laughs> That is a good question. Did he do like 10 jumping jacks each morning? 10 push-ups? T- 10 more jumping jacks than I do each morning. That's so. what I'm saying. Some people's lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then over to the Bengals, Joe Burrow is back. He's opening the season against the Minnesota Vikings. Ah, oh, man. Two of these it's... first three games we're talking about are garbage well at least i don't like i shouldn't say they're garbage i'm just him and his buddy jamar chase who people like twisted his words talking about adjusting to the nfl football (laughs) what happened i didn't hear about this it was 
like what do you say? It was just I'd have to look at it again, but like he didn't say anything too crazy about you know when he was talking about his adjustments to the NFL and you know their different size football or whatever, and like the media kind of you know they do what they do and put it in a certain way that kind of made it sound ridiculous. Gotcha. And he came out and he's like, "What are you guys talking about? That is not what I said." <laughs> well, good. I'm glad that he said something. I hate when it happens and then you know sometimes people don't say anything. I'm like, no, stand up for yourself. Yeah. Anyways, I think the Vikings are going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just because they have Dalvin Cook. Yeah. He's the he, he's the key. Yeah. Cook's going to cook. Best player on the field, right? Yeah. And then the San Francisco 49ers are going to be heading out oh, to Detroit to take on the Lions. 49ers. So. That's the easiest one we had to do so far. <laughs> 49ers are going to spoil the Lions' debut of Jared Goff. Man, they're darn. People are just dogging Jared, Jared Goff, man. They're just like, the Lions got nothing. Jared Goff is a down. I man. know. And I'm like, man, why are you guys trying to make me root for Jared Goff? You know, because you're just dogging him so bad. Like, I hope he plays good, but this next game is going to be interesting. I don't care because it's the Lions, but it's just like, I hate when people just attack people. Yeah. For, I mean, really, no, it's funny because he's in, you know, an ex Ram quarterback. So you'd think I just like hate him so much. And, but he's not the Rams quarterback anymore. Nah, he's got that (laughs) off of him. He's got that that stank off. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just kind of like, you know, hey, he was a top pick, he did some decent things. I mean, he went to a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, so, so. Jimmy G and they dog him too, but that's kind of the same thing. I look at Jimmy G and I'm like, I don't think he's awful. Yeah. And I don't think either of them have played enough to where we know exactly. Like, like they could just be Matt Ryan type, you know, quarterbacks in terms of they're never going to win the big one. Yeah. But, you know, we haven't seen enough to know just exactly exactly what they no, I, some people say no we know well okay i mean but if they win a super bowl because like golf has plenty of time left yeah they if they ever win a super bowl then you're gonna have to maybe eat your words a little bit yeah but i mean so would i if matt ryan ever won one but that's not gonna happen <laughs> he had his chance uh, okay next the tennessee titans versus the arizona cardinals titans that should be a good game. I'm going to go Titans also. Yeah. I, that should be fun to watch. It's funny, like... But we'll be busy watching but another game. But the Titans game. do have a lot of... Uh, didn't they switch coordinators? Don't they have, like, new offensive and defensive coordinators or something like that? Sure. <laughs> Dang it. I thought... <laughs> I was hoping you would, you would know. Like, I was... I, I'm vaguely sure that they do, but... I maybe they were talking so about I. somebody else. Um, so that could play a factor, you know. I mean, if if they're trying to run a whole new offense and things like that, then they could start off slow, mm-hmm. which would be great because you know the Hawks play them week two. So yeah, start off right. slow. But I think at the end of the day, I just think Tennessee's the better team. I'm like, okay, they've got yeah, you you made some signings in the off season, Arizona that that people are excited about and you guys are excited about, but I'm kind of like, I don't know if it's going to work out the way you think it's going to work out. So yeah, I'm 
I'm going with Tennessee. And it's not because I'm I hate Arizona. Titans. I'm just I just think they're the better team. Julio in a Titans jersey. That's going to be a sight to see for the I hope first he time. Goes off this year. Bounce back season. I tell hey them. I, they were my they're my team right in the Super Bowl. Tennessee and I said Tennessee and Seattle right. I think so. I don't even know. It was last week. <laughs> Seems so long ago. It was so long I don't ago. Remember anything? All right, here we go. Seattle Seahawks. They're going to debut against the Indianapolis Colts. You know what's funny? This is harder for me to pick than you would think. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're on the road and everything. The Colts, Car- they said Carson Wentz is playing. He is officially starting week one. They, They've they returned are... 20 of 22 of their starters. Xavier Rhodes is out. And then Quentin Nelson, they're not sure about yet. He's probably, uh, probably a game time decision. Yeah, I think he's out. But still, I, that is a huge difference if only, he is out. Yeah, it is. The only reason, so I am picking Seattle, and the only reason that I am picking them is because of Wentz not being there for so long. You know, having yeah. an injury. And so, you know, you're already wondering, is, is Wentz any good? <laughs> you know, is he is he the guy that we saw last year, or is he going to – rekindle that magic with Frank Reich, you know? So, but then he's been gone for however many weeks he had been gone. And he missed so much time in the preseason and stuff in camp that I'm going to give the edge to Seattle for that reason. And, and it's also because we don't really know what our Hawks look like yet. Yeah. You know, we're going based on the excitement we're hearing and, you know, the players that we got and what we know from them, but they're still playing a a new style of offense, you know, and the defensive guys that we brought in and just the, the guys that we kept, like the cornerback situation. That's, that's the like key. Crazy. But especially, man, if they put Trey out there, like I think they're about oh, to. Oh, yeah, they are. It's, I'm pretty, I'm almost positive it's DJ and Trey. It seems, it's, that's what it seems like. And I'm like, no, but I'm not worried about that <laughs> so much because I believe that Sidney Jones is going to take his spot in a few weeks. I he just will. think he's just got to, you know, get the defense down and then he'll be there. But yeah, I mean, I I just we just have to see the Hawks. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then after that, it'll probably be easy for me to pick them yeah. <laughs> every week. But yeah, it's, this, it's, it's um, week 1, right? It's and, and it's just a tough a matchup. The Colts are a really good team from top to bottom. Overall, yeah. You know, so it's really it comes down to just Wentz, like I said, and do I think that he's going to be on fire right away? No, I don't. So I'm going to Seattle. Yep, I'm going to Seattle. The Colts just—they have more and bigger unknowns than I think Seattle does. So go with the Seahawks. They have the big one right there at the quarterback. Yeah, the biggest exactly. one you can have. <laughs> and then we got the Washington Football Team taking on the LA Chargers. Oh, that's a tough one. It's an interesting game. <sighs> Again, but, you know, I got I got to continue the tradition. So football I knew team, you're gonna pick football team. Have to. This one's harder for me too, though, because you know you got Herbert, and you know Herbert. Everybody thinking he could be MVP caliber, you know, player this year, and then you got Fitzmagic, who is Fitzmagic. Exactly, but that's not so, always a good thing. The no, that's all that needs to be said. It's not always a good thing, you know. Fitzmagic so, for MVP this year. How many times? 
is he the starter and he's the starter throughout the whole season and he doesn't get himself benched and stuff like that. This you know season. what I mean? <laughs> so we've agreed on every game so far, haven't we? Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm going to charge. Going LA. All right, fair enough. <laughs> the Carolina Panthers will be taking on the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Panthers. Sam Darnold's revenge game. I heard somebody say that Zach Wilson is the Mormon Mahomes. And I was like, what? They think he's that good that they're comparing right. him to Mahomes? Like, look, hey, I don't know. I've barely seen like, I, I get put in hype and, you know, a Ricky like that. But, I mean, geez. Yeah, I mean, I've barely seen anything on him, to be honest. So, I mean, maybe he is going to be that good. But he's still on the Jets. And J-E-T-S. Carolina's got McCaffrey back. And, you know, what we talked about just a couple games before, you know, it's like, who's the best player on the field? It's McCaffrey. Yeah. So Panthers. Speaking of the rookie quarterbacks, Trevor Lawrence will make his debut against the Houston Texans. And I think he's going to win. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> that might be the easiest. That's like, he's seen better competition, you know. When he was in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and to be honest, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like Trevor Lawrence is going to win his NFL debut. At least we think. We'll see what happens. Didn't they, but... they win the first game last year, too, and then they lost 50 straight. Yeah. That's because they tanked. And then, but... you know, they put out their tweet after that win, and it was like 15 more to go, and then they went 1-15. and 15. Yeah, so... they were talking about losses. <laughs> it's, I'm a 15 1-0, <laughs> like, this is just the beginning. One of fifteen. We're gonna get Trevor. <laughs> you know they they had to mask it, right? They're like we yeah we yeah want tank and look what we tweeted out after week one. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs will be taking Chiefs. on the Cleveland <laughs> Browns. I didn't even need the game. Yeah. No, I mean I do but think that it's gonna be a, good, be a game. good game. Yeah, yes. definitely. But I think what is it the last. Four seasons? Is it four seasons or three seasons? The Chiefs haven't even lost in September. Probably three. And Mahomes is like 32 touchdowns and no picks. Something like that. <laughs> I mean, now look, all good things must come to an end, so it could easily yeah. happen just because of those reasons. But it's like, they always start off fast. I'm not going to predict exactly going to happen. So. I'm just going to stick with what we know, and that yeah. is that they start off fast. And then you've got the hype of Cleveland, right? What happened last year? When the pressure was off, they did pretty good and they made it to the playoffs. Yep. Now the pressure is back on again and they haven't, they hadn't responded well when that has happened before. So until we see how they respond, you know, it's Kansas city and I did think yeah. Cleveland to win the division though. So it just doesn't start in week one. Not today. Well, technically the season starts in week one, but semantics. <laughs> All right. <laughs> next rookie quarterback making his debut mac jones he's gonna be taking on tua and the miami dolphins dolphins yeah i just think they're the better overall team and i don't tua slander will not be tolerated here by the way yeah i like tua he's got he's got good weapons i mean he's got good running backs he's got good oh receivers. yeah Jalen waddle got... obviously making his yeah, Maybe. they've got a good defense. They're well coached. I'm so happy that Gaskin's going into this as the running back one. Oh, I love Gaskin. Like, that's going to be great. Yeah. I'm rooting. I'm, like, low-key rooting for the Dolphins all year long. 
Again, I know I didn't pick them, but I I would love to see them make it, you know, to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know? Especially I was a huge Dan Marino fan, so I was so I always wanted him to win a Super Bowl and I'm so mad that he didn't. So but to have like Gaskin on there and then for Tua to get, you know, like you said, people have been slamming him recently for whatever reason and then I don't know I, what happened. I don't get it. it doesn't it doesn't mean he's going to be great. I'm not saying like, oh, I know he's going to be great. I don't know for sure, but I don't understand why people are down on him. I'm like, what is going on? Why is everybody talking about Watson to the Dolphins? I'm like, no, you have Tua. Why do you want to trade for somebody who might go to prison? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you guys right. talking about? Like, stick stick with the plan. Trust the process. Trust the process. But, you know, I don't. I don't know enough about Mac Jones or how I feel about him totally to think that he's going to come in and be some big difference maker right away. I do think the Patriots are going to be decent this season, but I just think the Dolphins are overall a better team. Yeah, I agree with that. And plus the Patriots are going to be out Gilmore for a little bit, so that's a big deal. Yeah. All right, and then we got the Green Bay Packers taking on the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, people are high on the Saints, and I'm actually kind of surprised by that. I thought with Drew Yeah, Bruce I'm not gone, Green Bay. I saw a report, or was it? I think it was just the odds. I think it was on Twitter. It was like the odds of the NFC teams making it to the Super Bowl. And I think the Saints were like third? I'm like, wait, what? They don't have Drew Brees. And I guess people are like, well, what? Uh, Jameis, Jameis Watson, Jameis Watson, <laughs> Jameis Winston. You know they're they're high on him, and I guess just because you know, what was the last two years, right? He's been the backup. Yeah, or is it, yeah, and so, you know, you you kind of forget that you know he can he can sling it, but you also forget he threw thirty picks, and yeah, he had LASIK surgery and all that stuff on his eyes and everything, but we ain't seen that in effect. We don't know if that actually helps or has anything to do with it. So I don't. I don't see why you would just assume, oh, yeah, they're going to be, they're not going to really miss a beat. Like, no, I'm assuming they're going to miss a beat. And they don't have Michael Thomas right now. Yeah. So, I mean, they're really putting all that pressure on, you know, Kamara to deliver. And Kamara's great, but he he's had many games. Like last year, he had a lot of games where you expected, oh, yeah, okay, they're just going to ride Kamara. And, and they didn't, really. So... I'm not sure if he can carry them like some people think. They'll they'll be in contention, but yeah, I'm going Packers. Yeah, go going going Green Bay. Denver Broncos versus the Giants. Broncos are gonna win. Oh man, that's that's a terrible game. That is. <laughs> man, there's, that is a, a, <laughs> there's a few terrible games on here, but that, that is one an awful game. You know what though? It'll, I mean, they, it'll be the best game of the week. <laughs> yeah. It'll go down to like it'll be a touchdown at the last second. Right. It'll be like well, I shouldn't say the best in terms of like it'll be the best in terms of drama just because we're like <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> but yeah, let's go with the Broncos. I just don't trust Daniel Jones at no. all. I mean, if Saquon plays, <sighs> that's hard cuz he's still questionable, right? Yes. He's probably like a game time decision. Yeah, I mean I can't do that, but so I'll go. I'll stick with Broncos. But I do think if Saquon played that, Saquon makes a difference. Yeah, exactly. That's why I would 
but the how bad Daniel Jones is also makes a difference. I know he'll just so. fumble the exchange between him and <laughs> he will. Barkley like four times. He's gonna trip handing him the ball. Yeah, or step on a shoelace. Yeah, the first Sunday night football game of the season is meh. The L.A. Rams versus the Chicago Bears. I like that one better than the Monday night game because I want to see. Uh, I was about to call him. <laughs> I almost got Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields mixed. I was about to call him Jalen Fields. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. I, I corrected myself, and then I said it anyways just because I thought it was funny. But, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see Justin Fields, and especially because you get to see him. But he's like, not the starter. Oh, damn it, that's right. I forgot. Never mind. I take that back then. It isn't better than the – I forgot that – I just always assume that they're not that stupid, (laughs) and yet they are. It's the Bears. Uh, I know. It's like, and you just forget sometimes. So so I'm going to L.A. Yeah, nope. Just scratch everything I was about to say. Doesn't mean any difference because it's stupid, Andy. Slow your roll there, man. Don't think the Bears would make I do think that we'll see him in this game, but it's still – it just – I, I think ruined. he's going to get on the field quickly. Everything I was going to say is ruined. So, Bram. like, save that for like week two or week three. Ugh. Damn it, Bears. Who's their coach? What's his name? I forgot. Hmm. Nagy? Is this still Nagy? Or did they fire him? I don't remember. Anyway, the Bears. Moving on. Going to lose because of their stupid choice to start talking. The first Monday night football game the Las Vegas Raiders and the Baltimore got no running back Ravens. Because they don't have a running back, it makes it a lot closer. But I'm not excited about this game. I won't be paying too much attention. Well, I mean, I got to get up early for work anyway. So I really won't be paying too much attention to it because I got to go to sleep. But I'm not excited Mm -hmm. about it. Most of the games that I'm excited about are going to be done by 4 o'clock on Sunday. Mm -hmm. But they have the best player on the field. Yep. There we go, Baltimore. There we go, Baltimore. Even with... If you miss it throughout the week, not only did they lose uh, one of their other guys, Justice Hill, that was going to fill in after the J.K. Dobbins injury, but then just the other day, at the same practice, Gus Edwards, the guy who was probably going to be running back one for Dobbins, tore his ACL, and cornerback Marcus Peters also tore his ACL. I mean, can you start a season before week one? Can you start one worse? No. I mean, yeah, you could say you could lose your quarterback, but I mean, still, you lost running backs. Not one, you not two. You're one, <laughs> two, and probably three, and then you lost. I mean, Peters. I can't remember who their other corner is. But... Humphrey. Okay, so, so Peters is their cornerback too. Yeah, he's there too. So, but still a big loss because yeah, he can get beat, but he also makes plays because yeah. you know he that takes that's chances. his style. Yeah, exactly. So, so. That's those are really big blows for them overall. I mean, I kind of was, I had them making the playoffs, I believe, but not winning the division. And I definitely didn't think they were gonna be a contender. But now I really don't. <laughs> but they're still. Oh yeah. Also, just to note, the Ravens ended up they signed Le'Veon Bell to help us out, and then I think they signed Devonte Freeman. They didn't, the they didn't go after a Latavius, huh? That was no, they did sign Latavius too, actually. Okay, good. That, I think that will help them, Latavius, more than, uh, you know, 
Freeman and and Bell, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think Week One ends good with a Sunday night or Monday night games. But then again, they could be again just like we talked about the the Broncos and Giants. They could be the best games of the week. Yeah, you know, you never really know. May- maybe they know what they're doing. Yeah, I just know my excitement level for those games <laughs> is pretty much non-existent. Yep. Anyway, but they'll be there and they'll be it's football. So exactly. And it's back. It'll I think be that's on the... the TV screen. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not going to act like I'm not going to have it on. It will be on. I just won't be jumping <laughs> up and down about it. All right. Yeah. Football is back. It's back, baby. Enjoy your first NFL weekend of the year. Again, good luck to your teams. Go Hawks. <laughs> up next. Pro wrestling. All right, so this past weekend was the AEW all-out pay-per-view. Obviously, because of stuff that happened, you know, most people probably know what went down, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Yeah. Because what are you going to do about it on this podcast yet? Not listen? <laughs> Nobody listens anyway. It was, that can hurt our feelings. This was the first time that we actually ordered an AEW pay-per-view and got to actually watch it live and all that. Yes, we did. We saw what Fighter Fest, but that was a free one. So. Yes, yeah, it was like within their first year. Well, because we talked about like, oh, I'm not going to order it on Bleacher Report and da 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 da. And then I actually looked on the Comcast, and it was like, oh, you can order it right off Comcast. Like every time I looked it up, it only said Bleacher Report and Fight TV app. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to watch it on those. Yeah. And then we saw it, and we're like, oh, wait a second. And then we just talked about the card, and we were like, um, and you're like, I'll pay for it. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I I couldn't miss it. And I'm really glad I did it. Yeah. After what happened. And we'll get when we get to the end, I'll make some comments about, you know, the greatest people talking about it being the greatest pay-per-view ever or the greatest ending ever. We'll we'll get to that, but let's just kind of just talk. We're we're not gonna talk too much about each match because yeah. like I said everybody already kind of knows what happened, but we'll just give quick opinions on it. To open the show, Miro retained his TNT championship against Eddie Kingston. I thought it was a really solid opener. It was. And we talked about how I don't know much about Eddie Kingston. I'm not, you know, super big on him. I don't like his outfit, but I like the match, and he did impress me, and he I, he did make me kind of go, okay, I'm interested to see where this feud goes because of the way the match ended. Yeah, you know, you know, they're fighting again. They're probably fighting at the Arthur Ashe uh, show show coming up, and Eddie Kingston might win that match, and. I can kind of see why now. So, yeah. Good showing. Good match. I like just how everything was like structured with the story and all that. Yep. And yeah. Good work. Good opener. John Moxley then defeated New Japan legend Satoshi Kojima. Yeah, that was a really good match. And then after the match, he was confronted by another New Japan legend in Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, and that was Ooh. awesome. I mean, all of it was awesome. It was, yes. And I like these kind of matches anyway. You know, they're more, you know, they're old school, but also, you know, strong style. Yeah, I was going to say, it's that not, it's strong not, style type of stuff. Yeah, it's not all high flying stuff. And that's what, those are what the things that I like about Moxley a lot is because, you know, his style is more ground and pound. Yeah. You know, and, and brawl and, yeah, and I, stuff. I like that. Yes, I like the high flying too. I just think it can be overdone sometimes but yeah i mean that was it was a great match it was a great 
ending, you know, then we got the announcement that they were going to fight at Dynamite. So we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so far you got two matches and you're like, man, this pay-per-view is awesome so far. Then they followed that up with what at this point was the best match of the show, yep, but that I didn't last that, long. I said that right <laughs> after this match. I'm like, that was better than the first two. Britt Baker retained her woman's title against Chris Statlander. It was really good. Yeah, it was. A, this one, okay, there's there's a one match in the show that's by far it's the it's the best match. Can't deny it. Let's talk about it. But the Britt and Statlander match is up there. I mean, you can pretty much take your pick. It's really your style preference or you, who you like, yeah. which will make you just you know feel like what match was the second best. But the Brit Statlander match could have been. I mean, if it's if somebody told me, "Oh, that was the second best match on the show," I'd be like, "Well, you know, you're not wrong. It was pretty good." Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, was I mean, more than pretty good. It was awesome. I talked about how I wanted to see Statlander kind of like just put it all together. This match, I, I think she did that. She did really good. Yeah, agreed. But then the match that followed, the match of the night, the tag team championship match, the Lucha Brothers defeated the Young Bucks inside the steel cage to win the tag team championships. Yeah, it was an insane. Oh match. my gosh! See, this was one where the high flying and stuff. You know, I say things can be overdone, and I didn't think they overdid it because in this instance, you know, when you're using the cage more and the ropes more to to do some of these things, you can do them quicker because you have the cage there to help balance you out. Yes. Like sometimes in matches, you know, the guys have to stand there for too long or they have to do certain things, just little things that annoy me. I'm like, okay, because the guy would be there for 25 seconds while you try to get your footing on the rope. Like those yeah. things can drive me crazy sometimes. But in these, especially because maybe you just threw somebody into the steel or, you know, Matt Jackson kicked him in the face 75 times or what, you know, whatever it is like, okay, he's going to be down for a minute. Ooh, the th the thumbtack shoe, man. If you need it, but just everything was done so well. Yes. And I, I just, I don't think there's one thing about the match. I was like, I don't, I don't like, well, I mean the thumbtack thing only because I'm not a huge fan of, you know, people having to get busted open. All yeah. The yeah, time. yeah. But, there, there was a good amount of but, that, but, but I understand why they did it so i'm that's that's just nitpicking on a different level yeah. like it i totally understand it and i totally get it like it was an awesome match it was fantastic and it was just a great moment you know crowning a new champion in the lucha bros just great stuff yep i liked after like they showed uh penta who i'm still not a huge fan of but but i thought the moment when his kids were running up and hugging him and i mean i'm assuming that was his wife I thought that was it was awesome, but also sad because you know you're thinking, what are they thinking? Like, Daddy, you're playing <laughs> yeah, like crazy, know. <laughs> you know. And I'm like, he's hugging him as his face is just a pool yeah. Of and blood. Then when he pulls away, they've got like blood on their yeah. cheeks. I'm like, your blood is on your children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I mean, also that's cool that you got the moment with them. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're they're sharing in that moment. And, so many emotions. And you get it, you know exactly, and that's. That's the thing, right? The emotions of a match. And yeah. That one really got you in so many ways. Following that, the Women's Casino Battle Royal. That was won by the debuting Ruby Soho. She was the Joker. Yes, she was the Joker of the match. She came in, ended up winning. I'm really happy about it. I was kind of, at that point, 
okay, because I hadn't seen a ton of Thunder Rosa either. And so she was somebody who I kept hearing about, kept hearing about, hadn't seen all that often. And so when I saw, you know, her going to that match, I'm like, damn, she is really good. She is good. And so when Ruby came out, though, you know, I'm really happy that she's there. And I think she's amazing, too. At that point, I'm like, Thunder Rosa should be winning this. And so when she lost, now granted, she got the good showing. She, everybody knows how good she is. So I get it. We know that she's going to get that shot later and all yes, that. Yes, and that's going to be a big deal. But I still was kind of a little like, ah, I think it should have been Thunder Rosa. I get it. I don't mind it because she's already up in the rankings, so she's going to work her way back up. Right. And they got they got like a whole story from their unsanctioned match. So they're going to build that and give it more of a spot. Like probably maybe full gear because that's the next pay-per-view. So yeah, I didn't because, really mind it. Because Britt and Ruby are fighting at the Arthur Ashe show, right? They haven't said. Oh, that probably. So yeah. Or it could just be on Dynamite. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, no, it, it was still, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I mean, sometimes, yeah, it was solid. sometimes, you know, the Battle Royals can be like, oh, okay, that was a chore. But no, it was, it was solid. I mean, it's sad that you got to say it was one of the worst ones on the show because there were only two <laughs> kind of things that you were kind of like, eh. But that still wasn't bad. Yeah. It was just, it was good. It, it accomplished what it needed to accomplish. So, mm -hmm. I mean, can you really complain about it? Exactly. And then following that, Chris Jericho got his win over MJF. And I like the way they did this one, too. I did, too. Because even so, you know, I'm going to spoil a little bit of Dynamite. MJF talked about how he has three wins on Jericho. And basically, he has four, but they stole it from him, yep. so he can't claim it. And it was funny, too, because, again, we've talked about guys that I haven't seen a lot or I'm not big on everything. This helped me to appreciate MJF a little bit more because, first, he had his entrance. <laughs> that was great. trolled us all. We were like, oh, Jericho's bringing it back. And then it says, Jericho's last match. And I'm like, <laughs> that was good. Like, I, I can't. There's nothing I can say. That was good. You got me. Yep. And then... They put on a really good match. The only thing I didn't like about that, there was a nitpicking moment when he was selling the back. I thought I thought that kind of came out of nowhere because, yeah, he got you know powerbombed on the apron or whatever. But for one, it was his upper back. And for two, like, not to be rude, but Jericho's not some, you know, beast of a guy. You know what I mean? So you're going to I think that was one of the things I said when it happened. Like maybe it was supposed to be the lower back because you know I was talking about Jericho didn't really get his footing. Yeah. When he did it, so I'm like maybe it was supposed to look a little bit different. So when he was selling the back so much, I was just kind of like, eh, you know, you didn't really hit the lower back, and so that bothered me. But like you said, if it was supposed to be that he landed on his lower back, you know, I mean, sometimes those little things just they misfire. Like sometimes you're supposed to kick a guy in the head, but you kick him in the shoulder, but you're yeah, still like, right. well, he kicked him in the head, so whatever, you know, so. So it was just a little moment that I was kind of like, ah, I don't think his back would be that hurt in this instance, but it doesn't matter. I really enjoyed the match. Like I said, it helped me appreciate MJF a little bit more. And isn't that the goal of this? Yeah, Just right. You're trying to make him. E even in a loss. Exactly. And they did that. Yep. So mission accomplished. What grade did they give? Dang, they gave that great, that match a B minus. Yeah. Surprisingly, it's one of the really? lower ones. Actually, so far going through this, I think it's the lowest that one. Lower than the Battle Royale. 
That's ridiculous. They even have it lower than the buy-in mattress, I think is ridiculous. Oh my gosh, the buy-in mattress was garbage. That's why I didn't even talk about it, because... That's, I was I'm watching like, uh, Simon, what cultures, up, ups and downs, and you know he talked about how much he liked that match, and I'm like, no. No. I... You I mean, like, at, at least it was a buy-in match. Yeah, that, exactly. that's the Look, that's the main positive I took it's from it. Fine, but it wasn't good. Yeah, it's just a bunch of it people was, running know. around and the referee having no control for about half of the match. Yeah, like literally everybody was just running around doing whatever, and I'm like, okay. Oh, but it's fun. I'm like, no, but this is a match. Like, it's if, like if I, I just, get it. If you're it's... just gonna have a bunch of people come out and brawl, I'm fine with that. There's no referee. Yeah. If there's a referee and this is a match, you can't just let them run around for 10 minutes. You know, it would make more sense if he just disqualified everybody. It would. Like, mm -hmm. I just want to see. That's what I want to see. AEW <laughs> do that for me. He's just like, enough. Me. Ring just, the bell. Just the ref just be like, nope, you guys want to act like children. I'm going to treat you like children. <laughs> just disqualify everybody. You're grounded. <laughs> this is not the way wrestling works. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, off of that, now that we've said something about it. Even though that is how pro wrestling works. Yes, <laughs> that is how. So, it, it's wrestling. Some things just annoy me, though, that I can't, you know, I can't help it. And we'll get to that in, when we get to the main event. CM Punk defeated Darby Allen in his first match back. That man has not lost a step. No, that was a great match. They built that story. It was probably, it's not my second favorite match of the night. Because the main event is, but it's like right there because the story they told was so good. Yes. And, and they're both great performers. Like the, the pacing of it and like how they built it going a little bit faster. It, yep. it was really just organic yep. and it just made like perfect sense. And there were some nice spots. That one spot where he threw Darby into the, you know, went to throw him into the turnbuckle and oh, he like gosh. twisted sideways and went through and hit yeah. the pole. I was like, why would you do it's, that? <laughs> that's that's just Darby. That, he is crazy. Like, he, I, he is a crazy person. The only person. thing, when I watch him, I just go, man, I mean, I don't know if you're going to last, you know, 15 years in the business when you keep doing that. Now, look. Uh, I, I just fine. don't think he cares. <laughs> he, he, no, exactly. And that's fine. Like, it's almost like Jeff Hardy, right? Like, you're always like, oh, Jeff Hardy. You see Jeff Hardy do something. What was it like last year? He was taking those crazy bumps on the apron and everybody was like, why are you doing this, Jeff Hardy? Like, that's what I think when I watch Darby. I'm like, why are you doing this? I know you're doing it for my entertainment, but I'm worried but, yeah, about Like, you, I'm man. concerned, though. You know? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it was another great match. And again, if somebody wanted to say that was... Really, if you wanted to say some of these were your match of the night, that's fine. I just don't think you can really say anything was better than that tag match. No. But Punk and Darby is definitely up there for number two. Mm -hmm. And then you're starting to see why people are saying this is the greatest pay-per-view ever because you've got one match that you would probably put above all else in the tag match, and then you got like five other matches that you could say were the second best. <laughs> just yeah. depends on who you're talking to. Yeah. So. You, you can make the case. It's crazy. But here goes the worst match of the night. Yeah, the, the dud of the show. Uh, Paul White beat QT Marshall, I think kind of as expected. Yeah, you know, I went and brushed my teeth and uh, came back and it was over. <laughs> that, this was my bathroom break match. <laughs> so, so you know, I couldn't even say if it was bad because I didn't see any of it. And I mean, 
I won't talk about it being they, bad so much because it was exactly what I expected. They gave it a C minus. Yeah, so, you know, it's by far the lowest. What are we goal. on CBS Sports? Yes. So you know, and hey, I'm sure they did whatever they were supposed to do. Big Show got his his moment, I'm sure. But yeah, I, I didn't care. Okay. So it's what I expected. So I'm not gonna talk down about it. Yeah, we didn't see it. But here's my second. The main event of of the the evening, Kenny Omega retaining the AEW World title against Christian Cage in yet another great match between the two. It it was driving me crazy because I thought the crowd was not, you know, totally into it. I think it was because, I think it was two reasons. One, everybody just expected Kenny to win. They didn't expect it to be Christian to, you know, to beat him for the AEW title. And two... They were waiting for something to happen. Yeah. They were waiting for, you know, uh, Brian Danielson to show up. They were like saving their energy for that moment. And I'm just like, man, you guys are ruining this main event. Like this is a great match. They had great it was spots. A great match. It was, they did different things than they did in their first match. It was a little bit longer. You had, you know. Kenny laying the table over Christian and then stomping on it and breaking it over him. He had Christian spearing him through the table and the table leg coming through and, you know, stabbing Christian basically in the side and his side yeah, bleeding. Yeah, like, oh, geez. And, you know, you've just got... Like, what are the odds of that happening? When has that ever happened? Exactly. Just a crazy, <laughs> crazy thing. And then, you know, the only issue that I had with this match was they did the distraction finishes again, which now, before you say, no, it's fine, that's what they do. Well, no, but my problem is if everybody hates the elite, or at least you've got like Kazarian's the elite hunter. Yeah. And then you've got, you know, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are kind of, you know, with Christian. And they know that the elite, the elite always attack them. Why don't they come out? Like, that's my mm-hmm. problem with it. Like, you're going to do this all the time and nobody's ever going to come out. You can still make it a distraction to where Christian loses. Because, yeah. you know, again... The, the finishing spot with the one ring awesome. angel off the top rope. That I mean, was come so on. cool. You know, like Christian's going to try to kill switch him off the top rope, but instead he gets the one winged angel. And so, you know, you knew there was no shot he was kicking no. out of that. But, you know, they had a, you know, the false finish earlier with the kill switch. And, but yeah, it was just that nobody came out to help him. It's like, eventually, don't you guys have to come out when they're in, in interfering the match. all the time and yeah and and they can still lose because there's all this stuff going on the ref just stands there in the corner talking to don Callis for like you know a minute straight and you're like really yeah and nobody comes out to help christian like but i know that's you know they're building for this but again you're trying you're also trying to make it you want wrestling to be fun you want the heel stuff but you also want it to make sense and stuff too and you want you want things to be like, yeah, but they always attack everybody. So why wouldn't anybody come out and attack them when yeah. they're doing that? So that that's my only issue, but it's fine. So anyways, let's get to the, the post. Oh my goodness, so the, the ending. The first thing that happens is <laughs> you're not expecting this particular person to show up, which everybody knows by now. But Kenny's cutting his promo and he basically says nobody better than him, nobody in this company, nobody you know who's been fired or whatever, nobody who's... Or he said, or no, all the people who could aren't in this company or they're dead. Yep. And so when he said that, the lights went out. And then somebody's music hit, hits. 
and then the name pops up on the board. And who is it? Adam Cole, baby! <laughs> I was so happy. He jumped up, ran like through the kitchen, <laughs> back in. I the living could room. not contain myself. <laughs> uh, it was pretty awesome. I, I was, it. you know, the crowd was even chanting yes mm -hmm. and everything. I'm like, okay, here we go. Here comes Brian. And then I see the name. I'm like, oh my gosh. This Literally, is the greatest thing ever. He does his Adam Cole, baby. And, the, you know, the crowd does it with him. You know, huge, you know, pop. Then, you know, you kind of think he's there. He he mouths. You don't, don't you think, or don't think I forgot what you did to me or something yep. like that. And, uh, but then he super kicks Jungle Boy. Yep. Because <laughs> at this point they had attacked Christian. I, I guess we forgot yep. to say that. They, after the match, they attacked Christian. So Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Frankie came out after everything of course a little too late guys but uh so so then he super kicks jungle boy and then it's like you know oh the elite's all back together. yeah and complete the bucks give him kisses on the cheek and then there you know he's cutting a promo and saying everything and then all of a sudden somebody else's music what's it called the rise of the valkyrie i think so and it starts playing brian danielson walks out so you, so I mean, you already think, okay, it's over because you know they they did their reveal, but then here comes another one, and then he comes out there, and base, well, basically, you know, brawl starts, and yep, uh, everybody that everybody else is up by this time, you know, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Frankie and Christian, and so at the end of the Kenny day, dips also. Well, no, I don't. Frankie wasn't out there, was he? No, he was. wasn't actually. No, yeah, that's right. He wasn't because it was end, just it was just it Brian was just, Cage and yeah, Jurassic dudes. I call them the Squad of Awesomeness now. The oh yeah, that Christian, was the name you came Jurassic up with. Express and and Brian Danielson. They're they're the Squad of Awesomeness. So you know, let's let's get that trending. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it. My problem with the finish, like all of that, like everybody's saying it's the greatest ending in pay per view history. I'm like, it's not better than. Bash, bash at the beach where Hogan turned because that was crazy. And I'm not going to go into every detail. If you saw that, you know that right. that ending is the craziest thing you have ever seen in wrestling. You, nobody thought that was happening. It, it made so many people mad. I thought it was awesome. I was shocked, but it was awesome. And, and with this, the problem is, and, and I told you this before even the pay-per-view started, I might have said it on the pod, like you they just keep having people walk out at the end. And I'm like, why isn't anybody doing a run-in? Would wouldn't it have been better if instead of doing all those distractions, or when they were doing the distractions with Callus, and I'm saying somebody should run out, that Adam Cole runs out, you think, oh, he's here to help Christian. He super kicks Christian in the face. Isn't that better? It's better to me. Because and why? Because we've seen the walkouts a bunch of times. Yes, I get it. Match is over, you think everything's over, and then all oh, music hits and you get all happy and crazy. But we've seen that a bunch of times. And then you did we the have. same thing twice in the same night. Now I get it. You had Adam Cole come out and you thought he was gonna attack the elite, then he goes bad, but then Danielson comes out. And so it it did work. It was amazing. It like was. we watched it, it was amazing. But the greatest ending ever, I definitely say no to that. Greatest pay-per-view ever. 
I'm not going to say that, but I'm also not going to deny that either because I can't really think of one that's better. Yeah. But I do know that I've been, you know, we went to WrestleMania 31. Right, it's right. Hard. WrestleMania, it's, it's hard when you went to WrestleMania and especially one that was really good to be like, oh, that was definitely better than the show that I went to and was there and heard all the pops and felt all that energy. Yeah. And it was 70,000 people. You know what I mean? It's it's pretty hard it's, to put it's something hard. over that. Right. So, but yeah, ending wise... I would say no, but it doesn't matter. It no. It was amazing. And as I have, you know, when we started watching AEW and everything, it was taking me a little bit. And then they signed Christian. Once they signed Christian, you know, like I said, I was like, I'm all elite, right? And I've been watching more and more and more, and I'm getting more into all their characters and how they do things. And yeah, I mean, it was awesome. So yeah, we got to run so down happy. the other stuff for the week really quick. <laughs> yeah. So Dynamite. I mean, Raw, is there anything anything you want to say about Raw? Other than the fact that they, their answer to all of that was put Jeff Hardy in the 24-7 oh, yeah. title chase. Like, they, absolutely yeah, ridiculous. Terrible idea, yeah. by the way. I mean, that was their answer. So. Like, like what there What you did go. you think was going to happen when, no, they you, when you did that? Yeah, they're idiots. They, they did something else last night, but, but let's get to Dynamite. Dynamite had the... Dynamite. Uh, you know, you had Brian Danielson and Kenny kind of face off a little bit there. Kenny tells the elite. To and Adam Cole ring. was there. Right, right. But I'm just saying like they <laughs> just those two kind of yes. facing off. But I, I know that was cool. talk about Adam Cole cut his promos and everybody's, you know, mentioning how he doesn't talk about the good brothers. Yes. Which people are hinting at. I'm like, hmm. Going to try to tear the elite interesting. apart from the inside, which is interesting. But I, I really do think that we got to get, you know, the squad of awesomeness versus the elite <laughs> in some sort of a, you know, blood and guts. It can be, it doesn't have to be like the other blood and guts match where they have the dumb stuff on the outside and you push somebody onto cardboard, but just like a war game style match. That'd be awesome. Do everything outside of the, that spot because the, uh, the rest of the stuff in the match I thought was fine. It was just the ending. Exactly. And it keeps those four, you know, Faces, you know, you keep the Jurassic Express, Christian, and you know Brian Danielson. And if you want to throw Frankie in there too, because I think mm -hmm. he should be a part of that too. You know, five on five. That would, yeah, that would be makes great sense stuff. And then you know, it just the feud can go. You can just you can do so many things with all those guys. So. Yeah, but uh, NXT wasn't really nothing to talk about. They they had title matches. MSK beat. MSK retained against. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's jump to SmackDown. And the only reason I want to jump so fast is because we're running out of time on this segment. Yeah. And but uh, I saw that you know Zelina Vega didn't get used last night. Yeah, she was supposed to, and you know she's from New York, and her father passed away in 9/11. Yeah, she. And so it was like a big deal for her to be on that show, and. From everything else I heard, it was a great show. It was. Everybody I would say thought that. the show was just great. But that was like the but one thing. that's the one thing. And that's a really big thing. And when you compare what AEW has done with things, and especially with personal moments like that, and what WWE does, then you're going to, you're one, not, wrestlers in general see how people are getting treated, seeing how their peers are being treated. And that's going to make them not want to be there. Yep. Like you have to, you have to think about these things, you know. You, this should have happened. Like even if, even if the match didn't make it on air, 
It still exactly. should have happened there. I'm like, you, you didn't put him like in a dark match at least? Exactly. That should have happened. And that's an awful thing. And like, no offense, but did we need a, I saw like a couple of dark matches stuff. Like, did we need a Drew McIntyre versus Corbin dark match? Well, you know, maybe the people in New York wanted to see, you know, Drew or whatever. But no, exactly. It's like, or apparently, for some they had John Cena after the show. I saw that too, and I'm like, I thought he was gone. Like, he put this whole thing about being, you know, yeah. it was great <laughs> to be back, but now I'm gone. But then he comes back just suddenly out of nowhere for New York. Yeah, I thought that was ridiculous too. But yeah, I mean, I know WWE, WWE is still, like, I'm not saying that I think they're number one. They are number one. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, they still are. When you look at the grand scheme of things, yeah, still yeah, the number yeah. One in general, exactly. Just in general, That's right. what I mean. I don't mean like they're number one because they're the best. I'm just saying right. that they they are still number one. And so, you know, you're gonna have the people who are saying things about what well, AEW isn't gonna last. Look what happened to WCW. I'm like, but it's not the same thing. The way that's being ran is different. The people who are running AEW, you know, care a little bit more now. I know that Vince kind of gets some bad, you know bad rap because he does help people out and he he does you know help people get help and treatment and yeah. all these things and people kind of forget about that but when you do things like this when you have aew just canceling everything they did to you know tribute give a tribute to brody and everything else that they had they like scrapped it they're like no this is important you know this was an important thing to zelina vega and you just did that like I'd be surprised if she doesn't ask for her release. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a I'm big like, they already you already have people talking about it because she hasn't won a single match yeah. since resigning, and then you do this. I'm like, okay, yeah. and it, it almost seems like the Lana Rusev type thing. You know, it's like, you know, you brought her back, you you used her, so it's like, oh well, you're using her, you're doing something with her, but are you? <laughs> you know. So, anyways, this, when you look at what AEW did, the the stuff the way everybody was talking about them and then WWE did what they did this week in terms of, you know, the Jeff Hardy thing and the Zelina Vega thing. They did other great stuff, the Brock stuff and that Paul Heyman stuff and the, the and bloodline Finn. stuff and the Finn stuff. That's all really great. But then these other really key details you do these other really bad things with. I mean, it's going to, you guys, Mick Foley come out and said it, Booker T's coming out there and saying like, you guys got to get your stuff together. You yep. Know? But and they're right. But all that being said, what a great week of wrestling. <laughs> I know. It was uh, it was so good. I was so happy seeing you, Adam Cole. If you stopped watching wrestling, you're like, oh, it's just for kids or, oh, da, 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 or whatever you want to say. Or it got stupid. Start watching again. Give it a few weeks. Give it a month. You're going to enjoy it. Yes. Up next, MCU. There we go. There it is. Kind of kind it's, of forgot how it works. Yeah, you know. He he already started talking to you guys Computers. before he pressed the record button. So no, I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Like, well <laughs> to outro. <laughs> anyway, MCU stuff up. Not too much to talk about. What if episode was that five? Or is that four? Yeah. Five. Five. You know. Yeah, because we had Captain Carter, T'Challa. Avengers. Avengers, Doctor Strange. And so this one was zombies. I'm not a zombie fan. Yeah. So we watched, you it. know, it was 
Fine, it happened. I guess. You know, I don't have anything bad to say about it. But moments that you chuckle, but at the same time, I'm like, why do people like zombies so much? I don't. I do not get it. Like, oh, I walk around and they walk really slow and they will eat you. And oh, but now, but now, okay, this is what doesn't make sense. So they're zombies, but now since the super, they're superhero zombies, so those ones get to keep their intelligence. So the Iron Man zombie is like, you know, he knows how to use the suit and he's still, I'm like, what? And then the Wong zombie is still knows how to do the magic. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> the whole time I'm just like, works. I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't like zombies. So anyways, as you can tell, didn't really care for that episode, but it's fine. Le like least it. favorite one so far, but you know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, I still love the show overall and I, and because of that, I will watch the episode just like I did and then tell you guys how I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, that's how we show know, our gratitude. Shang Chi still doing awesome, and because of that, they because so there were rumors that like Venom, Sony would push Venom back, and that even Marvel might push the Eternals back, and Shang Chi was kind of the you know, the the test it was like okay because because remember Black Widow was the theaters, and simultaneous release on Disney Plus, which of course made Scott Johansson mad. We all know that. But now they did Shang-Chi was just movie theaters only for 45 days. So it was the test subject. It was like, okay, if this doesn't work, then they are going to push movies back. But then it made, what did it make for the four-day weekend? I think it made over a hundred million for the four days, or for, or, I mean, for the Labor Day weekend, not the four days. But, well, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So four days. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, because of it, they are going to release Venom whenever, what is that, November? I don't remember Venom's release date. They didn't push it back. They decided mm. to go forward with it. Sony did. And then even the Eternals, Marvel said, nope, still coming out November 5th. And it's going to be the 45-day window. So, you know, that's, that's good. <laughs> Especially if you didn't want anything else to get pushed back. Like, yeah. for me, I don't want anything to be pushed back anymore. So... It's definitely good for me, but I mean, for them, if Eternals doesn't do too great or if Venom doesn't do too great, then expect Spider-Man to get pushed back. And that's why I'm like, it's good, but you still have to wonder, okay, but what's going to happen to Spider-Man? What's going to happen to Doctor Strange? What's going to happen to Thor? Like, because, you know, 2022, you got March 25th, Doctor Strange, and then May 6th is Thor and July 8th is Black Panther. And, you know, we're all excited for all of those. And I mean, obviously, December, you got Spider-Man. So if yep. those get pushed back, you're just like, oh, my God, <laughs> stop it. Like in movies might not make a billion dollars anymore because of the pandemic. Like if it doesn't go anywhere, but it stays around this level, you know, you might just have to do 45 day windows and you just might have to. And the thing is, is it's 45 day window, but then they put it on Disney plus still premium access or premier access. I mean, so you still would have to pay like the $30. Maybe they drop it to 20. I don't know exactly. I didn't look that up yet, but you know, since like, we're not going to go see Shang-Chi in the theaters, like when the 45 day windows up, yeah, I'll pay $30 to watch it at home. Mm -hmm. Sure. So so they'll still make money off of it. It's just they never give those numbers. I really wish they would. They just show the box office numbers. So you just wonder, you know, will any movie make a billion 
again so it might not happen but they obviously they want all the money they can get so they might mm-hmm. push things back but i hope not i really hope not and then they announced some untitled uh just oh, I say, some dates yeah and it was i'm not even going to say what the dates are i just thought it was funny that people are like just throwing out names it's a fantastic four it's this it's that this i saw and deadpool I, it's Deadpool three, yeah, and it's this, and I'm just like, well, they're untitled, and so obviously it could be any of those things. That's that's great. There's only one that I saw that made me excited because we already know all those movies are coming. You know, there's going to be a Deadpool three. You know, there's going to be a Fantastic Four. What we don't know for sure was somebody was like, one of them better be the Thunderbolts, and I was like, yes, because if you got U.S. agent and you got Yelena Belova and you got whoever else they're going to put on that team, possibly on a Thunderbolts team or Dark Avengers, whatever it could be, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's the only one that I was like, yeah, that would be sweet to know for sure. Cause I, cause I don't know, like they could easily just make that a Disney plus show if they wanted to. Yeah. So I can see that for it being a movie gets me excited, but at the same time, it's just release dates and they're untitled. And you have no idea what they're going to be. So maybe it's none of those things. Yeah. Like, I'm excited as anybody else for, you know, a lot of these things, like for wrestling, for football, for MCU stuff. That's why, you know, we talk about those things, you know, NBA stuff. But, you know, the older I get, the more I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. (laughs) Especially with the pandemic, because you don't know, you know, when you're going to get it. (laughs) I mean, there's no guarantees. So it's kind of like. I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much. I'm just going to be like, oh, that's cool. I talk about it. I want to, you know, but I want to hear news about it, but I also don't want to go too crazy. And also like what happened with the Disney Plus shows when WandaVision first came out and you expected all this stuff and everybody had all their theories and then it didn't happen. It was like, see, you got a little bit too excited. We need to pump the brakes. Yeah. Calm down. Let them tell us the story. <laughs> you know, let's not try to write it ourselves. We can get excited a little bit, but don't get so high to where then you get disappointed. Yeah. You know, so anyways. People learn the hard way. Exactly. That's all we got this week, I think. You got anything else to say? Nope. All right. That, uh, that pretty much covers it. Adam Cole's all elite, baby. Thanks for joining our multiverse with the old man and the boy. I'm the boy. Peace out.